Hi everyone, welcome to the World Bank EdTech Podcast. Today we're exploring how artificial intelligence is assisting teachers in creating effective classrooms. This is episode one of a two-episode conversation. The World Bank EdTech team is partnering with Digital Promise and the Engage AI Institute to host a series of episodes about AI and education. This week, Digital Promise senior researcher in STEM teaching and learning, Dr. Judy Fusco, speaks with Dr. Vansetta Morope, Executive Director of the World Heritage Group, Dr. Kylie Pepler, Professor of Informatics and Education at the University of California, Irvine, Sherry Lofton, Instructional Technology Trainer with the Verizon Innovative Learning Schools Initiative, and Sarah Hampton, a middle and high school math and science teacher with 15 years of experience. In this episode, our guests share current applications of these technologies in the classroom and how an AI system might help us create new methods for assessment and help us assess competencies that are difficult to assess. Hi, I'm Dr. Judy Fusco, a senior research scientist in emerging technologies for learning at Digital Promise. I work on the National Science Foundation-funded AI Center of AI Engage. This episode today is part of a series from the World Bank Ed Tech Team, Digital Promise, and the National Science Foundation-funded AI Center of AI Engage. This series will explore how artificial intelligence, or AI, is enabling new forms of student learning. And today's panel will consider how AI assists teachers in creating effective classrooms. I've worked in emerging technologies for teaching and learning and with teachers since the late 1990s. And in the last few years, my focus has been on AI systems for teaching and learning. My research thinking is about how people learn, and I work to bridge the gap between research and practice. I'm thrilled with the four perspectives we have on our panel today to discuss AI assisting teachers in creating effective classrooms. Today's conversation works to include more voices. AI is impacting all of our lives, and in school, it will shape the lives of our children. We have an obligation to get it right and we need to include thoughts from more people to ensure that the development of AI is considering diversity, equity, and inclusion, and that the new tools will work well for all groups. The four perspectives from the education ecosystem in the podcast are, one, a visionary global perspective on education, two, a research perspective that focuses on understanding the development and implementation of AI systems in classrooms, three, a national-level technology training perspective, and four, a classroom teacher's perspective on how AI might impact teachers and students. I am looking forward to this discussion, so I'm going to get us started and ask each of our panel members to introduce themselves. We'll start with Professor Mamsetsa Marope. Thanks, Prof. This is Mansitsa Marupi. I'm the Executive Director of the World Heritage Group, which promotes equity of education quality and effective learning, especially at the base, that is a pre-K to 12 level. My recent experience has mainly been in global education, working mainly at the level of education systems rather than at the classroom level, but still working on issues that must ultimately improve the effectiveness with which we facilitate learning. That includes, therefore, teacher effectiveness in classrooms. My interest in AI and also in the sciences of learning is really how they can help, or should I say it's in their promise to alleviate 
some of the challenges that make for teacher ineffectiveness in classroom, especially in low-income and middle-income countries, but also in disadvantaged areas of high-income countries. For now, I'll just flag some of those challenges that make for ineffective classrooms, and I believe we'll delve more into details as our conversation unfolds. Some of the global challenges that make for ineffective classrooms uh, include, and I should say, first of all, is insufficient initial training of teachers. And there are very low opportunities for continuous professional development. I believe we'll all agree that if teachers are not sufficiently trained to do their work, we hardly can expect effective classrooms out of those teachers. Now, the question is how AI can help us alleviate the shortage of adequately trained teachers and how it can avail better opportunities for teacher continuous professional development. Other challenges are just limited and inequitable provision of teaching and learning resources that make it difficult for teachers to be effective or classrooms to be effective. There's also the issue of limited time spent on the actual teaching and learning because teachers' times are stretched thin across many mundane tasks that, however, they must do. There are issues of teachers having difficulties attaining a sufficient level of engagement of students and sustaining student engagement. And disengaged students are not learning or classrooms where students are disengaged cannot be said to be effective. This is particularly so in overcrowded classrooms in disadvantaged areas and in particularly in low-income countries. Challenges like customization or, or personalization of learning experiences, which is necessary for us to become more and more learner-centric. Also, improving the credibility and frequency of continuous assessment so that we don't have to wait for occasional high-stake exams to discover that students were not learning or to start uh, making more and more noise about the global learning crisis. Part of it is that continuous assessment in classrooms is not really credible, nor is it frequent enough, nor is it focused on competences that learners ought to be achieving. There are other challenges include assessing learning not just assessing learning outcomes, but the learning process itself, which is extremely important to help learners know how to learn. These are some of the challenges that the the use of AI can help us alleviate. But as I said, I believe we'll get into more details as we continue. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Marope. My name is Dr. Kylie Pepler, and I am a professor um, here at the University of California, Irvine. And I have a joint appointment both in informatics and education. And that's that's because I, I bring the perspective of the learning sciences where I design and study new technologies that, that are guided by our, our core commitments to learning theory. Uh, I got my start in the field uh, a number of years ago. I was on the original design and study of the uh, Scratch platform many, many years ago. And, you know, I'm delighted that it's now launched into an international platform and in, in many different languages and being used around the world. We've been using a lot of the insights kind of derived from those design experiences across our portfolio. And today I want to share insights from about three of our projects that can tell us a little bit more about when we 
use high quality learning theory, we can actually start to scaffold and augment our teachers to be able to do and enact high quality learning experiences for our youth and very much in line with what we would predict from our, our learning theory. And so the first project I want to share from is, is together with our partners at Digital Promise and Merlin Mind. We've been studying an AI classroom assistant that we'll call Merlin in our conversation today. And that classroom assistant is basically like a hub for the, the classroom technology and, and offers another pair of hands in the classroom for teachers. And what we found, though we're, we're working in schools, you could imagine what this could mean for out-of-school settings or, or for folks that don't have adequate professional development. But we're finding that teachers are then freed from their, their place at the front of the room to be able to move around and, and you know, be the guide on the side as opposed to the sage on the stage and work with their learners. So I want to share some of the insights and stories about how, how AI can be leveraged to do that with the, with the voice-activated AI controls. I also want to share some stories today from our, our work with the, uh, the Maker Education Network. For those of you that don't know Maker Ed, it, it's a, a movement to do hands-on, high-quality learning experiences to have the kids be producing particularly STEM, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics materials highly infused with the arts to be doing robotics or, or e-fashion or other kinds of uh, things. And we, we were looking at what might it mean uh, to transform assessment from a paper and pencil, a multiple choice assessment to something that could be embedded and start to look at the wonderful things that kids are producing and, and tell us what it is that they know rather than having, having to create an assessment to tell us what they know. And in that work, we've, we've been transforming and scaling together with partners at, at Southern New Hampshire University, together with the LRNG platform that we've, we've started making some of the, the vision in, into reality there. And so, so I'm really excited to join and to talk about what we could imagine as the future of AI technology in schools if, if we, we have the right guiding theory and, and values guiding that those commitments. Thank you, Dr. Kylie. My name is Sherry Lofton. I am a National Instructional Technology Trainer for the Verizon Innovative Learning Schools. I train thousands of teachers nationwide and a little bit about my educational pedigree. I come from the Chicago Public Schools. I've taught every grade from second through eighth grade, most of those grades multiple times. I have been in the 90th percentile plus multiple times for teacher effectiveness as far as student growth on national assessments. So I'm excited to look at that. I'm also a big proponent of emerging technologies and artificial intelligence. I've been an instructional coach. I've been an administrator and seen it from that lens and also with Northwestern University in one of our gifted programs that, that we ran over there. And it really looked at emerging technologies, artificial intelligence, robotics, and what learning could be. So that's what I'm excited to see. I sort of have my ear to the street to know what educators are talking about nationwide. And I'm excited to share what I've picked up along the way and learn from everyone on the call today. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Lofton. My name is Sarah Hampton. I'm a middle and high school math and science teacher, and I've been in the classroom for 15 years. For the last five years, I've also been working closely with the educator group at the Center for Integrative Research in Computing and Learning Sciences, where we think about how educational technologies and the learning sciences impact teachers and students and how we can translate the research that these other wonderful women are doing and make it relevant to the day-to-day -day environment of the classroom. 
particularly in the last three years, have been thinking more and more about artificial intelligence in schools. And I'm really excited to talk with you today about how I see that changing the day-to-day -day life of students and teachers and what it can bring to the table that doesn't currently exist. So thank you for sharing your introductions and your contexts. As I said before, I'm very excited about this panel and really this unique opportunity to think from the global view all the way into the classroom. And I'm going to start by asking you to paint me a picture of how you see, from your perspective, how AI might assist teachers to create effective classrooms. Dr. Mope, would you like to start us off here? Sure. I think one, one of the major ways that AI can help teachers make classrooms more effective is that with the, the shortage of, of qualified teachers is that we, we see annually reports, global education monitoring reports, that report on the shortage of qualified teachers year in and year out. And one of the things that I would very much be keen to see is to use AI to pool the limited number of um, qualified teachers that we have for these teachers to teach their countries and not just the classroom they happen to be standing in front of. And this would alleviate one of the key challenges, as I, as I said, of uh, teachers not being ready and not being qualified. But if we had these master teachers teaching a much larger pool of students with the less qualified or less experienced teachers uh, working collaboratively with these master teachers, I think we could kill two birds with one stone in the sense that the master teachers will be doing skills transfer to the less prepared teachers and giving them hands-on continuous professional training on the actual teaching of their, their classrooms and how they can manage classrooms better. I think this is one of the areas. The other area is helping teachers, as I said, to monitor classrooms, AI, AI cameras and sensors in classrooms can help teachers monitor really what is happening in the classroom, which can be very difficult to do with the naked eye. And as I said, particularly in over, overcrowded uh, classrooms where teachers may have these difficulties even more. And monitoring what actually is happening in the classroom, what students are engaged in, and being able to direct support to students where such support is, is uh, desperately needed. I'm cautiously optimistic about several things when it comes to AI assisting me in the classroom. And a lot of them center around something that Dr. Marobe mentioned before, which is time. Time is such a precious commodity in the classroom. It always seems to be the limiting factor. There's always more that I wish I could be doing and wish I could be doing at the same time. If there are ways that AI could free up my time or make me more effective or efficient with my time, I would be very interested in, in working with an assistant like that. I think this could look one of many ways. One thing is that it could automate mundane tasks, perhaps like taking attendance, or a little bit more complex, it could analyze class data and report trends to me. For example, if 80% of my class is missing a similar concept, then it would definitely be worth my time the next day to readdress that issue. It could even help monitor class discussions and report back to me what percent of the time I did the talking versus allowed my students to do the talking and whether or not all students had the opportunity to contribute. 
And aside from time, the other main area that I'm most excited about is something that Dr. Pepler mentioned, which is around assessment. It could transform how we assess, when we assess, what we assess, and hopefully we'll have a chance to dig into that a little bit more today too. Yes, my goodness, you know, there's so many intersections of our of our interests here. So thank you, Dr. Rope, and and thank you, uh, Sarah, for for talking and raising these issues. And I I think you know what's what's exciting is that we're actually starting to have some inroads on the commercial market, and we're working with partners that don't want to just push products, right? We're working with partners that really want um, to offer teachers something that that is grounded in the research, that is backed by clear evidence, which is a, a problem facing the ed tech industry writ large. Is there's a lot of a lot of people trying to market things and and uh, a lot of dollars to be had, but not a lot of high quality products. So I I I feel for teachers, I feel for administrators, you know, you purchase these things with large hopes and, and can't deliver. So I, I get excited when uh, companies like Merlin Mind and TeachFX approaches us to partner and to take a serious look at their product, but also to help them to refine the product and together with teachers, with students to really kind of, you know, really push that product market fit. So, so a couple of things that are out there now that, that might be of interest to the, to this broader audience, the Merlin Mind Symphony Classroom uh, technology does exactly what Sarah, you had mentioned is minimizing these administrative tasks of just walking to the front of the room and switching between cords, needing to stay tethered to the computer, to launch a new tab, to open up a video, to respond to something, right? To be able to walk around the room untethered, to be able to do that, our teachers are reporting huge, significant time savings in in their ability to preserve more time for teaching and learning, less classroom management issues. You know, when you walk up to the front of the room, your back is turned. You know, when you're there for five minutes trying to do a tech problem, that's, that's when these behavior problems erupt. You also have less administrative tasks, you know, kind of a, a central hub for all of the technologies that, that your school and your administration have bought, you'd love to use, but do you have time and affordance of that? So we're seeing a lot of early indicators in, in our, our research on this product that, that folks are able to spend more time on project-based learning, to have, you know, the kids open up, to have open-ended problems, to, to, do, to do all of these things. And, and when, I, when I say significantly more, I, you know, this is, this is backed by, by our research together with teachers in just seven weeks and during the pandemic. So that, that was just really, really exciting to see. Um, there's other products out there uh, that we have not started to research yet, but we've been uh, starting to partner with TeachFX, which is an app that you could put on your cell phone today that would help you to, to then look at and you could see who, who talked more, what was the quality of the conversation, what were the most said words, and you're going to see those kind of applications get get more and more, uh, you know, exciting. And, and you yes, you could be doing an analysis on that. We do that by hand right now in academia. And we start to look at that content analysis to tell you whether, you know, exactly as you had described, whether these things were hit upon in the conversation or missed or whether the kids didn't quite clearly understand it. But that's slow. You know, that could take that could take even a year for us to research that we could speed up and, and start to do at scale with the help of AI. So I think that there's a lot of things on the horizon, some early some early innovations that are going to be game changers. So I, I, I'm excited what that would mean. And I, and I think 
I think for a lot of places that do not have certified teachers in the classroom, our out-of-school organizations face this all the time. How can we how can we start to start to provide a, a platform that can can you know sort of lift up our, our teaching practices and and help us help us to achieve what it is we'd like to achieve in our teaching? And together with the right tools, I, I really believe we can do that. I really like what you were saying there, Dr. Kylie, and also going back to what Sarah talked about as far as wanting as a classroom teacher to preserve and reclaim time. What you and Dr. Murray talked about as far as having AI look at the classroom and have eyes on it to be able to analyze what what's happening in real time in that classroom. I'm just thinking there are so many possibilities when it comes to AI. I'm really excited about what AI can do to increase empathy for the human condition, open up our eyes to the way other folks live, what we've been looking for in books forever and and movies, but really having these immersive learning experiences, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see what AI can do for diverse students, neurodiverse students and neurodivergent thinkers. Having something where teachers can have immersive experiences on what it might feel like to have autism in that room, or ADHD, or uh, dyscalculia, or uh, dysgraphia, or whatever it is, so that teachers can really understand what their students are experiencing in that classroom. I'm excited to see things like learning being radically interesting. So we think about TikTok and that interest-based algorithm, but what if learning could just be going into these extreme niches? Something to where we can really hone down on what do students want to know? What are their interests as that's uh, being built into the system? And then starting to push learning towards students that specifically speaks to what is interesting to them. I would love to see AI also support more than just what's happening in a classroom, but the things that affect a classroom. I think when we talk about classrooms being effective, we can't not talk about outside factors such as society. Society right now, they're putting a lot of problems at the door of the classroom. So teachers are having to, to, to deal with that. We have leadership. Leadership has so much to do with how effective a classroom is. So I would love to see what AI could do on some of those broader societal issues, those leadership issues. Could AI, I know they have AI now that helps people decide who belongs in what company. Could AI be able to comb through and decide who belongs in what classroom and help leaders, school leaders have those eyes on their their campus? Could AI help leaders to really see the whole board of competencies of all of their teachers and see where to best place them? Could AI help leaders have better coaching conversations with teachers? Maybe an immersive experience with with avatars, real life avatars to, to see what those conversations could look like. Could AI support student social and emotional growth and and support? Because those are things that are are holding students back from deeper learning, are social, emotional, mental health issues and woes that that need to be dealt with. So I'm excited to see AI explode and 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 what we can do as we're we're all feeding into the system and helping the AI build this collective wisdom from all the perspectives that we have. We have a lot a lot we can do. Thank you. There's some great possibilities that you all brought up. Thank you for painting those pictures. I would like us to take a minute or two to discuss concerns that we might have about AI. 
Thanks for joining us for this discussion about how artificial intelligence is assisting teachers in creating effective classrooms. This is part one of a two-part conversation, and we'll continue the conversation next episode. We hope you'll join us. <laughs>